Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Four Talks podcast, where today we are rating every player in England's Euro 2020 squad. I am here with Joe. Hello. And we are back finally to talk about England since obviously the heartbreak at Wembley just over a week ago. So, anyway, Joe, we're going to start with the goalkeepers. Um, Jordan Pickford, decent tournament, I'd say. Yeah. Are we explaining our ratings and then giving them? Or are we going in straight in with the ratings? I'm going to go straight in. Go on, you go first. No, you go first. You're the guest. <laughs> All right. Jordan Pickford's an eight. What? No, really? not an eight, a nine. I'm going to, yeah. I wasn't being too generous with all my ratings, but I'm going to be more generous now. A nine. Um, just because he would have easily been a ten if he didn't have his game against Ukraine. Oh, right. Was it? Yeah, it was Ukraine. Yeah. He wasn't it? Like, at his best. Yeah. Um, it, it was just his passing. I let him down in that game. Yeah, I mean, I've given him a 10 because I, I am going to be quite harsh, but for Pickford, I feel like he was at, he was extraordinary at times. I mean, five clean sheets, that's unreal. Uh, played every minute of the tournament and obviously two penalty saves that could have won England the Euros. Um, I just think he was incredible, really, and Anything less than a 10, I think, is harsh of him because I think he even exceeded expectations, really. Like, we knew he's a class keeper, but he really showed how good he was that tournament. No, you didn't. No, you did not. Shut up. No, I didn't what? You did not know he was a class keeper because if if we. I did. I know he makes sense. No, no, no. If we go over to Jay Miller podcast and we go scroll down to my first ever one where we were picking our squad and we picked our starter squads, you said Dean Henderson should be starting. So... But that does, Joe, that I know Pickford's not a good keeper. But, so you think Dean Henderson's better? Well, you thought. At that point, I thought Henderson was playing very well. So... Just an insult. I didn't think Pickford was that good. We all knew he was a good keeper, but he just exceeded expectations in this tournament. Like... He was he was unreal at times. Some massive saves. He's sixteen saves overall. Five clean sheets. He's getting a ten for me. And then obviously, Johnston and Ramsdale both M N A <laughs> didn't play yeah. a minute. And I'm gonna give if they did not play a minute, I'm gonna give them a two. Why? I think it's, I think it's unfair <laughs> to give them a zero. Okay. Uh, well, I've got a player that actually has played and has got less than a two. So okay, we can do that. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Johnston and Ramsdale too. Well done. Yeah. Um. All right, Ben Chilwell didn't. Did we? I'm pretty sure we, we we've not got enough for him to rate him really. No. Uh, just I don't know. He's nowhere near. Sure. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, I don't think he did play a minute. Yeah, he needs yeah, he's two. 
He's a two. Yeah, yeah. He's got a two. Didn't play. It's a two. Uh, the other left back is completely the opposite. He pretty much was always on the pitch. Um, goal and three assists. Played 575 minutes. Luke Shaw, what a player he was this tournament. Uh, wow. My first child is going to be called Luke. Right. I love this bloke. That There's my first time. Because... Oh, Whereas Pickford made some mistakes, I, I didn't ever see Luke Shaw make one mistake. Well, I've given him a nine. Um, I did because at times he was it's, uh, in some games he was a bit slower with his passing and stuff, and especially in the group stage. Wow. But then as the tournament went on, he got better and better. And did, did you know he played the final three games with broken ribs? Yeah, I only That's... just found that out. That's mental. Like, no, don't be wow. so mean. He actually did better with broken ribs. Like, mad. <laughs> 21 yeah. ball recoveries as well. 62.7 kilometres covered. What a player. You're using the most useless stats. No, no, no. Distance covered. He was everywhere. Yeah. But you were saying about him and his passing was a bit slow. It was slow, but it wasn't poor. 83% passing accuracy. You can't go play. Especially when some of them are crosses. Uh, yeah. Beautiful man. I've given him a nine. I've given him a nine. I think a nine or a ten is fair, to be, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, look at uh, his face. He's beautiful. Okay, Joe, let's... let's, let's Luke Shaw, sure, what a man. <laughs> Uh, Connor Cody um, didn't play sorry mate Two. do the honours Joe nice uh, John Stones played every single game um, what are you giving him I feel bad for John Stones because he's he's just getting nowhere near as much credit as Maguire yeah um, because like, why do you notice a lot more just because he's this absolute unit who just comes in and just knocks everyone off the ball, really? Um, yeah. So, John Stones, for me, is an eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say he did as well as Maguire, but he still deserves a lot of credit that you can get him. Yeah, yeah. So, what what are you giving him, then? An eight. An eight? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've given him a nine. Because um, I think that the defence was pretty much all, always solid. And John Stones was a big part of that, to be fair. Although, as you said, he doesn't get recognised as much. But he had to work with different partners as well, with Mings and then Maguire. And he did it. He did it very well. So, I'm giving him... I'm giving him a nine. Fair enough, fair enough. And we'll go over to one of his centre-back partners, one of the best players at the Euros, Harry Maguire. Uh, I'm also giving him a nine. Yeah. A nine point five. Oh. Just, yeah. Because I think 
he he was he was class. Um, he was. People need to put some respect on Maguire's name. Now I've said it for a while. Not that he's like one of the world's best centre backs, but everyone looks down on him because of his price tag. Yeah. So yeah. remember, he's still a class defender. Um, um, I actually think though that it was fair the criticism he was getting because he, he not only was he not living up to his price tag, but he he just really wasn't playing well at all for Manchester United. But the over the last few months with him, he started to play much better. And I mean, England. I mean, the fact that Mings was playing so well, and then they still just brought Maguire in, and he did the job perfectly. I mean. You gotta respect it, and he, he was very good. Unfortunately, Shaw and Maguire, both United players, absolutely doing un- unbelievable in the Euros. But I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it's a nine for both. Liverpool player is there? Um, no. Henderson. No, no one that did well. Um, he, he did okay. Well, no. we'll get to him in a bit. Uh, Tyro Mings, who f- was. Who started the first two games uh, for the absent Harry Maguire, and he played tremendously as well. Um, what you give him, Mings? I'd, I'd give him like seven point five because I think it's unfair to put him on the same level as Stones because Stones played throughout. Yeah. But then when Mings did play. He, he was class. Yeah, I thought, Magu- I thought Maguire wasn't getting in the team. Yeah, same, same. Like, and because of that, I can't, I can't give him anything less than an eight, really. So I'm going for an eight. I won't put him on Stones' level because obviously, as you said, he, Stones played every game. But when he played, Mings was. I mean, I didn't expect him to be that good. To be fair, and he was. He was extraordinary at times. So. I mean that the whole of the defense are getting such high ratings, but it's deserved. They were they were all classed throughout, really. And when they had to step in, they did it. So we'll move over to the right back area. Um, I don't think they did as good as Luke Shaw. What what do you think? Who? Uh, Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I do like Kyle Walker. Um, good player. Um, but, I mean, he does deserve a lot more credit. It's another John so- Stones scenario. Because on one side, you've got Luke Shaw, who's been one of England's best players. And then on the other side, you have Kyle Walker, who's getting overlooked. He was still class. Yeah. Like, I had probably... I had... <sighs> I'd give him an 8.5 because, really? yeah, because the amount of times. So, like, think about the time when Declan Rice, against it was against Germany, first yeah. few minutes could have been sent off. He only didn't get sent off because Kyle Walker had managed to track back so it wasn't last man anymore. If that was last man, we were 10 men and we could have been knocked out then. So, yeah. Kyle Walker, for me, you didn't notice him as much as Shaw because he wasn't getting goals and assists. But he was absolutely class. Yeah, I mean, he he did have a couple 
a bit wobbly games. Uh, I think it was the Ukraine game. He got one of the lowest ratings and just had a bit of a stinker, really, and he, he was giving them the ball constantly. But overall, I think he did have some good games as well. And it's his ball recoveries. I mean, he made 40 of them, but every time someone got in behind the England defence, Walker was always there to come and sweep up. So... I've given him a seven because I don't think he's been quite as good as the other defenders, but I do think overall he did have a class tournament. Is that fair? Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Karen Trippier, what have you given him? See, with Trippier, he did, he did all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't see as much of him as you did Carl Walker. Yeah, I'd give him a six point five. Just I don't know. Even when he was in, he never really did anything. I always thought he'd be brought in to get a ball into the box for Harry Kane, and he just didn't really. He didn't deliver. He didn't really. do much. Uh, I've just given him a six, and he was just there. <laughs> When it yeah. when he played, he, he he just he was just there. I mean, he started in the final and he did all right. He did his job, but yeah, we need, we needed a bit more from him. We we kind of needed a big set piece from him to be honest. Curling one into the top bins, we didn't see that from him, so he can have a six. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it takes a bit more of a depressing turn as we move on to some of the midfielders. Oh, we've not finished our right backs yet. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, ben White and Reese James both NA. <laughs> no, Reese James played a game. Um, is that enough to rank him though? Yeah. He can <laughs> okay. have a five. He'll have a five. I don't <laughs> even remember the game he played. So, if you didn't play, you get a two. If you played one game. Got a five. I mean, I'm looking at it. Well, depending on how good you uh, played in that game, though. I mean, he had 99% passing accuracy. Well done. He made <laughs> zero tackles, zero clearances, one block, <laughs> and recovered three balls. So, I just, he, it just wasn't memorable at all. He didn't really do much at all. So, uh, I'd, maybe a five's a bit too much. That would be nice. That'd be nice. I'm sure he was good moral support in the backroom stuff. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, uh, and Ben White, obviously, I skipped over him. He didn't play, so. And A. Um, midfield. Uh, we'll start with Jude Bellingham. Again, he's, he's a bit of a Reese James scenario. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play much. Uh, I mean, he made a few bench. Uh, or came on off the bench a couple of times. He played fifty six minutes overall, and he just he could he. I suppose he could have done more with that and proved how good he was, but he didn't I'm, really. I'm giving him a three. Yes. Uh, uh, wait, you can't give Reese James. You can't give Reese James a five and give him a three. He played a full game, though. He's played 56 minutes. Bellingham. Yeah, but this they, guy's played three matches just off the bench. So he's mm. made less of an impact. 
because that means he's come on for about 15 minutes in each game. How are these right? It is. Hmm. Just, just I, the thing it. I've got down here is six because he, he just didn't do much, but he was there. Okay. <laughs> so, mm. You know what? Well, yeah, we'll give him a three. <laughs> we'll give him a three, but we're all, we we we'll give him your score. I know because I've seen that yours yours is probably right. Yeah. Just give Reese James a three as well. Why not? He didn't do no, much. As no, we can have a four. He at least played a full game. If you're given, if you're given an opportunity to show how good you are, you've got to take it, really. And none of these players did. They didn't show anything when they played. They just, they were just on the pitch, really. Um, right. We'll move on to a controversial one. Uh, Jordan Henderson. Oh, I'm not looking what forward to this one. What have you given him? I honestly don't know, because what, what did he do? Came on, he's a bit like, woo come on guys, we can do it, we'll make it to the end, yay. You yeah, know. he did a job. He came on and made sure no stupid business happened. He's he a calmed everyone not down. A cheer- he's not a cheerleader, is he? No, but he, he came on and did his job. go England. It's your Everton bias coming through. He came on and did a good job. He's got a goal. Okay. I won't speak because he's my least favourite Liverpool player. So, I strongly hate him. So, I'm going to be very biased. Um, I'm giving him a six. Yeah, I'll I'll give him a six. All right, fair. Just because his goal saved him. Yeah, you see, I I cheered for it first, and then it got pointed out that it was Henderson, and I was nearly in tears. That that's just disgusting. I hate him. There's no reason to hate him. He's such a nice. He's such a nice guy. And like, he did. He came on off the bench, and he just slotted in nicely. He didn't disrupt the flow of play or anything. He came in. He filled the gaps and helped us to some clean sheets. He's got like, a very punchable face, though. He really doesn't. He, he does. really doesn't. He's just being way too biased over him. But now we'll move on to... I think we can do these two together. Declan Rice and uh, Phillips. Um, I'm no. giving them for nine. Oh, no. All right. All right. Calvin Phillips. Oh, my God, I love him. So, because... I've never, out of that England squad, I've never seen a player got stuck in as much as him. Mm-hmm. He loved a good foul. I liked him. He loved a good foul, but yeah, he only got booked once. So, the fouls were a bit tactical, but he never really got punished for them. He's very, very, very clever midfielder. Yeah. So, we get to 9.5. Oh, uh, okay. He also got an assist. I mean, fair play to him. Yeah. A lovely assist as well. I remember the the three ball to Sterling. Mm-hmm. That got yeah. started, so fair play to him. I played all seven matches as well. Yeah, and Declan Rice for me is getting a nine. So you get, you're get giving Phillips slightly higher than Rice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd give them both nine, but to be fair, I can see that. I mean, he's I think just... Phillips was the one that just had a little bit more 
You know what I mean? Phillips is my type of player, the ones I love watching. They're my favourite players. So, the ones who just don't care if they give a foul away and they'll just kick whoever, really. So, I, I was a big fan of Phillips. He was probably my favourite player at the Euros. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we can both agree. Phillips and Rice were just phenomenal throughout, weren't they? Yeah. And I think a main reason we made it so far because they were so solid in that midfield that the defence were called upon very few times, really. So that's I mean, what we wanted. Considering they're so well, they're youngish, they're inexperienced. So, right, Phillips is 25, but he's, he's never really played for England before. And I, I was not a fan of him before the Euros. For Leeds, I was, but when he'd played for England and friendlies, I thought he was poor. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he stepped up at the Euros, so... Well, I mean, that, that's something Gareth definitely got right. Like, something no one else could see, but he could. And he stuck with him throughout. And, yeah, they did brilliant. And they also both kept Henderson out of the team, so... Um, I could have like kept Henderson out of the team. Oh, because you're a stupid little bias Everton fan, as- Joe. As Roy Keane said, what's he there for? To play cards, to keep him entertained in the changing rooms. Like, no. no. He came on and did a job. Let's let's not. Like, let he give these 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 guys rest so that they would constantly fresh for the next game. He's just been doing karaoke. Jesus Christ! Right, we're going on to Mount before before I end this podcast because of the Jordan Henderson. Um, situation right, Mason Mountjoe. What have you given him? Bit of a disappointment, to be honest. I am. I'm, I'm disappointed with Mount because I, I do like Mount. Big fan yeah. of him. It was just. It was really disappointing. I'm, I'm probably giving him a six. I've also given him a uh, given him a six. Yeah, because. I mean, off the back of a Champions League final when you expect him to come in like on fire on top of the world, but he didn't deliver at all. I was expecting at least a couple uh, top bin goals from outside the area, but we got none of that. We, he got one assist. That was about it. Literally just was invisible on the pitch for most of the time, and it was really disappointing, to be honest. Yeah, a bit of a shame. Uh, but the thing is, he's still young, so I'm sure at the World Cup he's got a lot more to deliver. Yeah. Um, only 20. Yeah. And I think same goes for Foden, who we'll get onto in a minute. But first, we're going to start with Dominic Calvert-Lewin on the strikers. Um, okay. He didn't that, enough to be rated, right? <laughs> that, that, two. What? that was very random. All right. Yeah, it's, it's a two. He didn't do anything. Right, nice. Um, I mean, he he wasn't even in the squad sometimes, which I don't (laughs) get, because it was very brave of Southgate to go into a game without having a striker on your bench. (laughs) But luckily enough, Kane didn't get injured, so we were all right. I think Calvert-Lewin probably should have been given a go, considering Kane's form, but... You no. never trusted him? No. I, I, I wouldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> Shame for Big Dom. 
All right. Um, Jackie, Jackie, Grealish. What have you got for him? See, I feel because he did do well. But mm-hmm. maybe, maybe England fans have overhyped him a bit in that tournament. <laughs> okay, he is a class player. And I'm not saying he's a ho- an overhyped player, but in that tournament, we may have overreacted. No, the thing is, I think he did need to start a game. Like, Southgate was being so stubborn for no reason. Just like, you should be, Grealish should have been playing. But you bring him on off the bench, and most of the time he was bringing him on too late. So he, he wasn't given proper time to adjust to the game and get into it, to be honest. And he still got two assists. So I don't think he was overhyped. But I, I think it's down to Southgate. He, he should have played him more, because he, I mean he did. He did start one like, game, didn't he? He started and one. I, yeah, and I. That that was, I wasn't that impressed with him. But when he came yeah. off the bench, I was impressed with him. I so, I was impressed with the game he started, and because was it not the Ukraine game? Yeah, and I just. And he quickly got that early assist as well, and he just makes stuff happen. Like he, he did so much better than both Foden and uh, Mount throughout the tournament, and they started more games than him. So I just think, I feel Southgate has something against him, really. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him a seven. Yeah, I'd give him a seven. But the thing is, with Grealish, he's tired after sixty or seventy minutes. So you either start him and then bring him off after 60, 70 minutes, or you can bring him on after 60 or 70 minutes to make the impact. So I, I think... think Southgate did the right thing, leaving mm. him out. And then, because you never know what you're getting with Grealish, because he can play on the left, or he can play yeah, on the but... middle and attack midfield. So whoever we were against, they didn't know what was going to come from him. Whereas at I the start... Disagree. I have disagreement, Joe. Um, I feel you you start him, and then as you say, you take him off around 60, 70 minutes. That's when you bring Phil Foden on, because I think Foden can have a bigger impact off the bench than what Jack Grealish does. Grealish is a starter. Yeah, he didn't, because Southgate was barely ever using Foden for some reason like after the first two games. I don't know what was going on uh, by in that area of the pitch, why they kept changing the players out, but he wasn't yeah. at his best, though, was he? Even when he did come on Foden, he wasn't at his best. Is it, I, he had a f- decent first game against Croatia, then Southgate just started to leave him out for no reason. Um, and I don't know why. It's kind of sad. It just... Mm, I was expecting a lot more. Well, uh, well, Foden is next on my list. We'll move on to Phil Foden. Um... What have you given him? I'm giving him a six. Put him with Mount. I think that's a bit too high. A bit too high, to be honest. I'll give him a five. I don't think he's uh, he was as de- decent as Mount. He, he literally did nothing. Like, he he just floated around, really. Mount, at least, yeah. did a little bit more. Although he also did nothing. Did, did he but, do a little bit more, or did he play a little bit more? Because Mount played mm. more, but... That I is think. true. But I, against just... Croatia, I think Foden showed 
signs that he could be really good, and then we didn't see that any other time in the tournament. So I don't know why, but I've gone for a five for him because I think I expected much more from him. They were both just very disappointing, let's be honest. Yep. Absolutely. Um, what, 21 years of age and 22 years of age, they're, they're going to be around for a lot more years. So, mm-hmm. England are in safe hands. Um, we'll move on to someone even more disappointing, arguably. Hmm. Harry Kane. What? what? I think he was really disappointing, Harry Kane. Really disappointing. What have you given him? I'd give him... Oh. Oh. After the group stages, it was about a four. Okay. But, But when in the knockout stages, let's be honest, he stepped up. He had well, one good game after the well, group stages. I don't know well, he you can't say he stepped up. He got four goals. I think he stepped up. If this just shows how good of a tournament, um how good of a player Harry Kane is. He scored four goals and everyone's still going, Oh, he didn't have the best tournament though, did he? he right, right. Yeah, but in then games he did nothing. His job is to score goals. And he bet he could have done that so many more times. England did barely scored in that tournament because he was England so I've given him a because the amount of chances he missed and how slow he looked on the ball. Like he he, he he was just so poor. And all the speculation of him going to City for that big move. They're not gonna want a player that does that. He got the ball and he just kept losing it and losing it. He I'm got giving him a seven. He got a late header against Germany, which was, and he'd already had loads of chances that game and kept missing everything. Uh, against Ukraine was his only good game. He got two goals and he, he was actually good. Denmark, he missed the penalty before putting in the rebound. Italy, yeah, final, you've got to expect him to do something in the final because England needed another goal to finish Italy off and he, di- he, didn't, he didn't give anything at all. He took his penalty well this time, but in the final, he was non-existent. In the semi-final, he was non-existent. It was only the quarter-final he did something, so I don't think he can get higher than a four. For me, if you're saying about, if we go back to Jordan Henderson, if you're saying he had an impact on how the team works, surely as the captain, he had an impact. Kane should be the, I mean, Henderson should be the captain. Henderson isn't. shut up. Shut up. You think Kane is a good captain when he just slugs no, around the pitch? No, Hen- Henderson should not be the captain. What? Just, yes, just, he you know. should. He's not playing. No, when he's not playing, obviously he's not the captain, but when Harry he comes Maguire. on... He's... Harry Maguire, there's your captain. No. Yes. Because there's clips of him and you see him shouting. You see him screaming at other players, getting him to get into position. That's not even his job. That's exactly what Henderson does. But he doesn't play. Well, that is probably down to him only just recovering from an injury. What do you mean, Robert? He was injured coming into the tournament just like Harry Maguire was. 
And he played every single game after he went, I can do this. Henderson didn't. He was back properly fit. No. No. What, what, he, why, why did you link Harry Kane back to Jordan Henderson anyway? Because I was saying about captain. Um, if you're giving bonus points for Henderson, leave it uh, leading. I didn't Change give him. Game. You said he came on the pitch to influence the team. Yeah, Kane didn't do that. So why is he getting bonus points just because he wore an armband? But I think he does. He does it and you don't see it as much. But No. And they, as an attacker, he came on and was... He didn't do anything at all. He didn't set anyone else up. He didn't... He didn't make any great runs to go charging at the other team's defence. He didn't come close with any shots or outside the box. He, he was just so negative. But in, in my opinion, it around. a lot of this is to do with Southgate. Now, I know... I know I can agree we, with you. We, we've all praised ball. Southgate, but he just he wasn't playing Kane right. Kane was dropping way too far back. Um, yeah. And it's... And then everyone wonders why Sterling got most of the goals because Sterling was the one getting into the box, mm-hmm. usually running in with the ball. But that's where Kane should be. Kane should be getting those goals that Sterling got. And um, I think Kane would get more if you got him into them positions. But uh, in some of the games, he was getting chances and missing them, Kane. So I think in this tournament, he was out of form and therefore he has a grade four. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's getting even more negative from me. We're, we're gonna. It's gonna be a positive ending. But Marcus Rashford. God. Um, I'm giving him a one. I'm saying it now. I'm giving him a one. I don't. I don't care. You can come at me, Joe. But I want to hear your explanation to whatever you've given him first. Fair. No, I'm not. Not giving him a one, I'd, I'd probably just put him out of three. I mean, if I was giving who, who we were talking about before, who played a bit of a game, Bellingham, yeah, I gave him a three. Yeah, but Bellingham wasn't yeah. awful when he came on, yeah, but he just didn't play much at all. Whereas Rashford has played Rashford, minutes. But that was spread over five games. So that's that's less than 20 minutes each game. He's had 15 or whatever. So, he was brought on as a player who should be coming in, changing up the game, putting yeah. pressure on the attack, uh, on the opposition. He, he didn't. He had 55% passing accuracy. That's poor. And only just over half, yeah. Disgusting. And he just... He, he didn't do anything. I mean, he didn't. He didn't win a foul in his eighty-four minutes. You think, right? He's a quick, skillful player. He he didn't win a foul. Um, I'd... he committed more fouls than what he won. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it it wasn't right to bring him on for the penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's it's the one thing. With a penalty, you just run up and hit it. You don't need like a silly little 
you don't need to stop before you hit it. Because the second you stop, you overthink it. You just run up, hit it like Kane did, like Maguire did. Mm-hmm. Because he did... Let's be honest. He did not make an impact at all. Well, he did, but a negative one. He... Every time he came on off the bench, he was he's wandering around, making aimless runs. Uh, every time he got the ball, he lost it instantly. Um, and to, a player that's meant to have so much pace and energy to come on and change the game. He was the complete opposite, and he changed the game in a negative way because he kept giving the ball away. Um, he was shocking. And I've, I've always said I don't think Rashford's good enough, and he just keeps proving me right when we needed him to prove me wrong. And then the penalty. I mean, I I know people are saying he, he's coming off the bench, that I, and I agree with that. He shouldn't have been brought on for it. But even still, you're a penalty taker. You should be scoring. And he's messed that up. And then, obviously, the confidence, the negative confidence has gone into Sancho and Saka, and they've also balled it. So, Rash was just had a shocking tournament. Yeah. Absolutely shocking, and he should not be picked for the next squad if he continues to play like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, right, finally, we're going to go a bit more upbeat. Bakayo Saka, what a baller. He's getting a seven. Yeah, I'm going to give him seven and a half. Um, oh, lovely. I love Saka. I think he is class. Again, yeah. Go back to when we were picking our squads. I said, put Saka in ahead of Greenwood, which I know Greenwood got injured. Actually, mm-hmm. I, no, I said put him in ahead of Rashford. You should have listened to me <laughs> because I was right. All right, he missed a penalty. Forget about it. I, I, I forget about it. I'm he's fine. Absolutely class. He's, um... he's 19 and he can carry a whole team. Like, when Sterling won't perform in, Saka went in the my moment. So, he stepped up when he needed to. Well, not for the penalty, but <laughs> in 90 minutes, he stepped up when he needed to. And I, oh, no, I thought he was class. And he got yeah. stuck in as well. When he lost the ball, he was willing to go get it back. And um, wait, England were begging for change, though, from Southgate after them. I mean, the poor first two games, really. Uh, we got four points still, but we weren't positive enough. Then I think the Czech game was when he brought him in. Um, and it just switched everything up. And he's driving at the opposition. He was confident despite his age. And he just wanted to put on a show. And it was brilliant. And I am gutted for him that he missed the penalty, to be fair. But... His teammates put his manager first. They put him in that position, and taking the fifth penalty in nineteen years of nineteen years of age. What's that about? And also, Rashford and Sancho, who are both penalty takers, both missing. Like they just put the pressure on him. So, uh, I don't think you can blame him at all for missing the penalty because when he was on the pitch, he did deliver it on like the the other two. So, Bakayo Saka, what a player! Nineteen years of age. Um, he's going to bring us a, a major tournament home for England someday. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
We'll move on to the other penalty taker that missed, Jaden Sancho. Um, when he played, he, he was okay. He was okay, really. Yeah, I'll stick him slap bang in the middle, a five. I've given um, a six. Yeah, I can't. I can't go too high because he did. He didn't make too much of an impact, but he did make some impact. Yeah, uh, more than some other players. So it deserves credit. But then again, he's not looking at him. I mean, if you looked at him that tournament, and someone told you United had just spent like seventy-five million on him, you'd just laugh. <laughs> because you'd go alright he was probably worth about 50 uh, because he did he did show signs but just wasn't consistent yeah, yeah. Uh, but, well, it was either the Ukraine or Czech game that he started but it was the game after Manchester United announced him what a surprise he then starts but um, mm-hmm. yeah he did impress me and it was something different so I, I enjoyed watching him, but then obviously he missed the penalty, and he he's actually very good at taking penalties usually. So I, I'm I'm gutted that he ended up missing it. Even he probably should be taking it, but it is what it is. These things happen, but overall, just yeah, bit of a night. We we needed a bit more from the Sancho, but we've finally moved on to the last player. We've saved best till last. Well, one of the best till last, arguably, but. Raheem Sterling, what have you given him? Oh, I've given him a 10. I've um, given him a 10. He's going alongside Luke Shaw in my hands. And you can't... Okay, normally Sterling, he scores goals, but he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas this time, he made such a big influence. Um. I think he just sort of changed our team. Um, I mean, you know it's a weird tournament when Raheem Sterling is scoring a header. Right. But he did well. He found spaces, and as we were saying before about Kane, he found spaces where Kane should be and went, all right, well, if Kane's not getting in them, he needs to be in them. So I was really impressed. And I, I've not liked him for ages, but yeah, he saved himself. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's off the back of a poor season with Man City as well, but he stepped up in this tournament. I, I, I mean, to be fair, he didn't, he didn't have the best start to the tournament despite scoring. He looked quite poor and he kept losing the ball, but his confidence just kept growing every time he scored a tapping, really, and... Uh, towards the later stages of the tournament, he just picks up the ball and runs at the opposition. And that's something no other player was really delivering because we were quite passive at times. But he was the one that got us up the pitch and he was in the right positions at the right time, as you said. So, perfect, really. Um, 10 out of 10. So, he goes alongside Jordan Pickford for me. But, yeah, uh, Sterling, Shaw, Pickford, even Maguire are all worthy of a 10, really. Mm-hmm. But... If you could pick one, who's your England player of the tournament? Um, I've said I don't know. I don't, I don't like this player, 
but I, he really impressed me. Jordan Pickford, genuinely. Wow. The goalkeeper. Yeah. Like, it's them saves in the shootout, like... Two in the two out of the five. That's that's usually enough to win you a tournament, and it's him and everyone else missed. But Jordan Pitford, some of the saves he was making were absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I'm gonna go for Luke Shaw. I'd, also I'd, worthy. I was just so impressed with him. Mm-hmm. He was he was class. That's all you can say. Really, Sterling got a ten, but. I feel he's not worthy of England's player of the tournament because he did, at the end of the day, he was only scoring tappings. I mean, his work rate was good in the end because he was driving us forward. But I think play, some players like Shaw and Pickford had a much bigger impact with the assistant goal for Shaw and then Pickford's penalty saves and also fingertip saves at other moments. Like He was just a class keeper, really. And the fact he hasn't been named goalkeeper of the tournament is... Is unreal, really. Mm. I don't know. Do you? What do you think he should have been? Yeah. Um. But then again, you could argue that. I mean, both keepers, um, Donnarumma and Pickford, have a great defence in front of him. Um, yeah. If they had made it further, you'd give Summer a shout from Switzerland. Um, oh. He would probably be my goalkeeper of the tournament summer because he didn't have as good of a defence and he did more. And yeah, I think it was the penalty shootout that shown you that that made Pickford a definite contender. So obviously he got the Golden Glove, but he he hadn't had to do too much. He'd had to do some stuff, which you which was really impressive. But to say two penalties in one shootout that was amazing. And the, and the fact they saved it from Jorginho as well, like, he is a penalty taker that rarely misses. Um, well, well, they weren't bad penalties either of them. Yeah, yeah. They were both very good, so... And that, that, the fact he was in in the net, like, psyching himself up, going, I've got this, this is easy, this is easy, like... Well, that, brilliant. that's what he does, isn't it? He... Yeah. Because that's what you say, he's always proud of himself when he does spit good. But when he doesn't, he beats himself up over it. So, I think the more he did well, the more he did it. So, yeah. Just I just wish Shaka ball. had the same energy as him, really. Yeah, the not going mm. to miss. Um, but, unfortunately, it is what it is. But, World Cup 2022 is coming home. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not excited. What do you mean you're not excited? Come on. It's at Christmas. Oh, yeah, to be fair. It's not in a great time. It's at Christmas. Games are going to be kicking off at 10 o'clock in the morning. Like, no, doesn't excite me at all. No, but when it rolls around, you'll get into it. No one's going to be going up all morning. Like, it's December. What, they're going to be drinking hot chocolate? Like... (laughs) <laughs> no one's gonna. Uh, I was gonna say no one's gonna be having a pint at ten o'clock in the morning in December. I'm not. You I'm never not too know sure. with Britain. So yeah, it's a shout, but no. Well, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, those are our player ratings, and we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye bye.